Hello and welcome to Walk by Faith with Diana. I'm Diana Abercrombie and I'm so excited that you're here. I can't wait to see where God takes us on this journey. My goal for this podcast is to dig into God's Word, allow the Holy Spirit to speak to us, and teach us how to apply His Word to our lives, and then turn around and help others in their faith walk. You know, Jesus said in Matthew 4.4, It is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. I don't think we can live it if we don't know it. I want us to dig into God's Word, pick the Scripture apart, and allow the Holy Spirit to teach us how to apply it in our lives. Again, thank you so much for being here with me. Let's start walking, shall we? you're here with me today. We're going to be talking about 1 Samuel chapter 17 and what an amazing chapter that is. Now, most of us are pretty familiar with David and Goliath, but there are so many truth nuggets in that chapter that we can apply to our everyday lives. I pray that it does not become just a story that we've heard a thousand times. Today, I really want us to dig into that scripture, talk about that chapter, talk about David, talk about Goliath, and just see what God is showing us, what we can see, what we can pull out of that chapter to help us in our everyday lives. I cannot wait to dig in with you. And it may be more than one podcast because there's just so much to that chapter. So we'll see what God does. Before we get started, though, I do want to pray. Again, I just, I really um, believe that it's so important that we invite the Holy Spirit into our midst um, to teach us and to show us things that honestly only He can show us in God's Word. So let's pray. Lord, I'm so grateful to be here today. I'm so grateful that you've allowed us to come together, to dig into your word, to see all the truths, the many things that are in your word that we can take and pull out and just apply in our lives. Holy Spirit, I pray that you will teach us. I pray for each person who's listening to this podcast. I know that there are no accidents with you. So there's a reason for each person listening when they're listening. I pray that the words of scripture will just pop off the pages into their hearts, into their minds, that it would allow them to see something new today. Oh God, show us something new. Show us what we can use in this in this chapter today to help us in our everyday lives with the Goliaths that pop up in our lives. Help us, I pray, to see you hear you, listen to you. Thank you for who you are. Thank you that you love us and want a relationship with us. Thank you, oh God, in Jesus' name. Amen. So let's look at at 1 Samuel chapter 17, and we can see in the first few verses of that chapter that the Israelites are in a battle with the Philistines. So the Philistines are on one side of a mountain and the children of Israel are on the other side of a mountain. The two armies faced each other across the valley of Elah. So there's a valley in between them. Now, Goliath was the Philistines champion, as he's called in verse four. Let's look at verse four for a second. 
Then a champion came out from the armies of the Philistines named Goliath from Gath, whose height was six cubits and a span. He had a bronze helmet on his head, and he was clothed with scale armor, which weighed 5,000 shekels of bronze. He also had bronze greaves on his legs and a bronze javelin slung between his shoulders. The shaft of his spear was like a weaver's beam, and the head of his spear weighed 600 shekels of iron. His shield carried his shield carrier also walked before him it's he was huge there's no question that he was huge so it says that the Israelites as well as King Saul were very afraid of him because honestly when you think about it and if you break down some of those dimensions and for me just knowing that he was nine feet tall for goodness sake was enough to scare me not to mention the fact that he is so arrogant and very much enjoyed putting fear into the Israelites. And I just want us to look at that for a second because his goal was to scare them. That's what Satan's goal is for us. Satan wanted these children of Israel to focus on Goliath and completely forget about the living God. That's why Goliath was so loud and so big and in their face. He wanted the children of Israel to focus on Goliath and not on the living God. They would not go up against him in battle. So Goliath had been taunting them for 40 days. He was basically making fun of the children of Israel and calling them out for coming up against the Philistines in their battle array like they were going to fight, but then doing nothing. So don't we do that at times in our walk with God? We come out in our battle array but we do nothing. We talk the talk, but we're not actually walking the walk. We go to church on Sunday. We read a verse or two here and there. We, we may even be involved in a Bible study from time to time. We go through the motions, but, are, but we're not doing anything of depth to grow a deeper relationship with God. Now, it's very important that we go to church. It's very important that we study our Bibles with groups and small groups. It's very important that we do all that. But what I'm talking about is, do we personally, on our own, do we dig in to Scripture? Do we turn the TV off and spend time with God? Do we get off of social media and go read our scripture, go read the Bible, go read the word of God. Do we make him and our relationship with him a priority in our lives? I have to ask myself that question many times. Am I hungry for God? Do I want more of God? Do I want scripture to speak to me? It's so important in my walk with him that I allow scripture to speak to me, that I ask the Holy Spirit to show me things. That's why when we start these podcasts, I always invite the Holy Spirit in. We'll never exhaust the newness of scripture. There's always something new that the Holy Spirit will show us. I pray that we do want more of God. I pray that we understand what a privilege it is to have a relationship with God, that Almighty God wants an intimate relationship with us that goes beyond our salvation experience. I pray that we want to feast on meat and not stay on milk in our walk with God. Now let's look at verse 11. It says that Saul and the Israelites were greatly afraid. Let's read that verse. 
When Saul and all Israel heard these words of the Philistine, they were dismayed and greatly afraid. So when he came out and was taunting them and Saul and the Israelites heard that over and over and over, and then they looked at how huge he was, they were greatly afraid. So I want us to look at that for a second because this is a perfect picture of what we do when something is coming against us that is bigger than us and we're afraid of whatever it is. We come out all dressed for battle, but when a Goliath comes up against us, we shrink back. We tremble in fear. Now, I'm not saying that we don't get afraid at times, that we don't have fear at times. We do. But I'm talking about staying in the fear to the point that that's all we can focus on, that that's all we see, and it'll, it it makes us shrink back. It forces us to shrink back. That's when we're focusing on the fear and the giant in our lives, the Goliath in our situation, more than we're focusing on Almighty God, the living God. We were just talking about how Goliath was taunting and making fun of the Israelites and how enormous he was. So definitely looking at him and the situation that the Israelites were in, I can understand why they would be afraid. I do understand that. But that's the key, isn't it? They were looking at and listening to Goliath. So what am I looking at and listening to other than God, other than scripture, other than the God that I know? Verse 11 says that when they heard the words of Goliath, they were dismayed and greatly afraid. It's so important that we understand what they were listening to. And it's so important that we understand what we are listening to. What is speaking to my heart? What is speaking in my ears? What voice am I listening to? Now, verse 24 says that when the men of Israel saw Goliath, they fled and were greatly afraid. And I want you to see what came before that. They heard and they were already dismayed and greatly afraid. And then they saw and they ran. They fled and were greatly afraid. Let's read verse 24. When all the men of Israel saw the man, they fled from him and were greatly afraid. Remember that as big as Goliath was, he was just a man. Many times what we are so afraid of is not something that we need to be afraid of. We may have fear for a moment, but God says that he has given us a spirit of power and love and a sound mind. So we can turn from whatever that situation is, whatever that Goliath situation is. And I'm not talking about necessarily running from it physically. There are times when we must walk through something, but we don't have to focus and fixate on that Goliath. We can turn from that. Goliath was louder and bigger than their faith in God. The Israelites gave power to the words they heard Goliath speaking and then to what they saw. They were not able to look beyond what they saw with their physical eye and see their God. Now, is the Goliath in my life, and there's always a Goliath of some sort or other, is it louder and bigger than my faith in God? And the words that he speaks to me through scripture, is it louder and bigger than those words that he speaks to me through scripture and the Holy Spirit? What am I listening to? Am I giving power to the word Satan is speaking into my ears? 
And then what am I looking at? What am I giving my attention to? Let's talk about David for a second because he kind of answers some of those questions for us. And I have to tell you, I love David. I love his fierce devotion and love for God. David was not officially even in the battle. In verse 15, and I want to read that, David went back and forth from Saul to tend his father's flock at Bethlehem. So he wasn't even officially in the battle. His three older brothers were in the battle, but David was tending his father's flock in Bethlehem. He had been going back and forth to check on his brothers and take provisions to his brothers, but he was not in the battle. He was just doing what he was supposed to be doing each day. Now, in verse 17, David's father asked him to take food to his brothers and to the commanders. Let's read verse 17. Then Jesse said to David, his son, Take now for your brothers an ephah of this roasted grain and these ten loaves and run to the camp to your brothers. Verse 18. Bring also these ten cuts of cheese to the commander of their thousand and look into the welfare of your brothers and bring back news of them. So, He was obeying his father. Remember, David went back and forth. So this is not the first time that David had gone to his brothers and he wasn't going to fight. Or at least that's not what he intended to do that day when he was obeying his father. But this is the time. This is the day that God had appointed for David to be a vessel in his hands. That is so powerful. When I'm just going about my everyday life, when I'm doing what is right for me to do, and it was right for David to obey his father. When I'm doing what I do every day, when I'm going into my routine, do I understand that that is a day that I may have no plan for God to do something, but God may have a different plan. We never know when God is going to use us in some way. God's timing is always perfect. And we must be willing to move when he says move, go when he says go, and allow him to change our plans at times. Honestly, if we can take a look at it and understand that they're not our plans, they're his plans, then we understand that he can come into our everyday lives, our everyday routine, and he can do something powerful. We need to allow him to break into our routine. Now, David ran to the battle line, and it's very important what we're getting ready to talk about because I want you to listen to this because it happens in our own lives. David ran to the battle line, and he heard Goliath taunting the Israelites. He also heard what the Israelites had been hearing. He heard it. He saw how the men of Israel were afraid and how they ran from Goliath. Not only did David hear Goliath, But he also heard the men of Israel talking about Goliath. So he heard Goliath, he saw their fear, and he heard them talking about how huge and how enormous he was and what great thing would be done for whatever man could come in and take him down. So he heard fear from his own army, his own people, his own... um, what he would have used in his life to be to see them going out to battle and fighting. He heard fear from them, but he heard no fear from the enemy. So what do we hear from our army? What do we hear from our circle of friends, our counselors, our mentors? It's very important that we surround ourselves with those who will point us back to God and his strength when we're facing a Goliath in our lives. Satan is going to feed us fear and lies. He's going to. 
We need to fight that with the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. And we can't fight that if we never spend time in the in the Word of God, if we never ask the Holy Spirit to speak to us, if we never dig in to get these truth nuggets that He gives us. We can't fight unless we do that. Now, I want us to listen to or actually look at what else David heard, because he did hear something else. He heard something that stirred his spirit. He heard an uncircumcised Philistine. That's what David called Goliath in verse 26, which we'll read in just a few minutes. He did not call him a giant. He did not speak of how big Goliath was. He called him an uncircumcised Philistine who was taunting the armies of the living God. David looked at the living God as the powerful force and the source of his power in this situation, not Goliath. In our own Goliath situation, do we see the living God as the powerful force and the source of our power, or are we focusing only on how big our Goliath situation is? What are we focusing on? In verse 28, David's brother Eliab heard David and became very angry with him and questioned why David had even come. He tried to make David feel very small when he asked him, with whom have you left those few sheep in the wilderness? David did not let that sway him. I don't want to miss what David did here. Let's read verses 26 through 30 together. Then David spoke to the men who were standing by him, saying, What will be done for the man who kills this Philistine and takes away the reproach from Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should taunt the armies of the living God? The people answered him in accord with his word, saying, Thus it will be done for the man who kills him. Now Eliab, his oldest brother, had heard when he spoke to the men, and Eliab's anger burned against David, and he said, Why have you come down, and with whom have you left those few sheep in the wilderness? I know your insolence and the wickedness of your heart, for you have come down in order to see the battle. But David said, What have I done now? Was it not just a question? And listen to this. Then he turned away from him to another and said the same thing, and the people answered the same thing as before. Don't miss that. Please don't miss the fact that David turned away from the person who was trying to humiliate him, frustrate him, and anger him. He turned away from the negative words that were being thrown at him. Also, the person that Satan was using to turn David's thoughts away from the living God was his own brother. How often does that happen in our own lives? Someone we love or admire or respect or look up to will not speak life to us, but will quickly speak negatively to us or about us. David did not allow his brother's words to fluster him to the point that he stopped focusing on the living God. That is so important. There are going to be times when Satan uses the people that we love the people that we look up to, the people that we would least expect to come at us. He'll use something that they say, and they may have no intention of even hurting us in any way, but Satan will use something that they say to have us stop focusing on what God would have us do to the point that we turn away from the living God and don't even do it. It's so important that we turn away from the person that is speaking to us in that way, 
from the emotion that is trying to turn us from the living God, it is so important that we do what David did here. We must stay focused on God and give more power to what God says to us than what other people say. We cannot allow ourselves to become so offended by what other people say or think that we focus on them, what they said or what they did to us. And then it becomes all about us and our emotions. And we're no longer focusing on the living God who has something for us to do or see or experience. That's what Satan wants. If he can get us to fixate on something that has hurt our feelings or scared us in some way or made us take a step back and think, hmm, maybe I shouldn't do this. That's what he wants. I pray that we become very aware of how Satan uses offense in a Christian's life to turn us back from God and from what he has for us and that we will make a choice and choose not to be so easily offended and that we will not give up when the Lord has a divine appointment for us as this was for David, that we will not give up, that we will not listen to the negativity, the person who's trying to um, destroy. Remember, Satan comes to kill steal and destroy not just us as a person but whatever it is that God has for us it's so important that we remember that and it's not even so much that that we can we cannot fight him unless we use God's word on our own we cannot fight him we must know our God David knew the living God and that's how he was able to turn from this situation and turn away from it and turn back to God. So let's stop there for today. We've actually gone over quite a bit and there's so much to think about in this. As we're moving into the coming week, I really want us to ask ourselves a few very challenging questions. What is the Goliath in my life right now? What do I see? Do I see the Goliath or do I see the living God? What do I hear? Do I hear the Holy Spirit speaking truth, speaking scripture in my ear that will be more powerful and louder than what Satan is shouting in my ear? What am I giving power to? My prayer is that we will focus on the living God, that we will fix our eyes on Jesus. I thank you so much for joining me today. I'm very excited for next week. We'll go over some more of this. I'm just, I'm so excited for what God's going to do here. I hope you will visit my website at www.walkbyfaithwithdiana.com. And please email me anytime at walkbyfaithwithdiana at gmail.com. Tune in again next week and we will continue walking by faith. And until then, I hope you have a great week, everyone, and God bless you.